Hey everybody, welcome to Continue Watching. My name is Anton. And this is Tyler. I'm Trey. And today we are watching, uh, I am not okay with this. Uh, this is a Netflix original series, uh, only seven episodes long. Uh, if you're looking for uh, something to watch uh, really quickly, you can uh, easily watch this uh, in, in, on a weekend. It's uh, only about uh, 20 minute episodes with... Uh, 20 to 20 to 30 minute episodes and there's only seven episodes long um i think it, it was a, a really great uh, series uh first impressions i guess though of season one what did you guys think uh, before i really get into uh, i guess the episode descriptions because i'm really um, curious. <laughs> honestly for me i thought it was kind of weak until the very end <laughs> <laughs> okay i can see that i i liked it I'm kind of a tie- like as it went on, I liked it more and more. But the original starting off, I was like, ah, oh, this is kind of a quirky. Like I'm surprised this wasn't some indie movie drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the time frame. But also, like, I'm not a teenage girl, <laughs> not a lesbian, <laughs> or or bisexual, or lesbian at the very least, but maybe bisexual. I got along pretty much with everyone I knew in high school. Like I had a hard time relating to this movie. Mm, that's yeah. interesting. At the very start, but like I said, as it went on and like her powers became more of a thing, I liked it more. But before that, I think it's just like every other indie teenage indie drama that I've ever seen. Okay, I don't, I don't like her, and that made it kind of difficult for me to enjoy. But Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't want to say super excited, but I'm anticipating season two. Right, the the ending itself definitely hooked you enough to to see what will will happen in next season yeah new shit has definitely come to light oh yeah (laughs) all right and we'll we'll of course uh, get to that here in a second i want to go ahead and take care of the descriptions now that we guess we kind of got like first impressions out of the way um so again only seven uh seven episodes long uh i'm gonna actually read straight from what netflix has because their um descriptions are better than mine because I didn't really understand some of the things that were really going on, I guess, big picture wise. And the descriptions definitely do help out uh, per episode. So uh, episode one was Dear Diary. Uh, when her boyfriend, uh, her, when her best friend and secret crush hooks up with a crude jock, Sid uh, seethes with anger and her uh, feelings boil over in startling ways. Uh, episode two, the master of one fuck. Uh, after Dina ditches, oh, God, I can't even read today. After Dina ditches her for Brad, Sid depends, uh, spends the afternoon with Stan and learns there is more to him than she thought. Uh, episode three, the party's over. Memories of her dad send Sid to a dark place. At a party, Dina finds herself torn between Sid and Brad. And Stan asks Sid a question. Ooh, what's the question? Uh, episode 4, Stan by Me. After fighting with her mom, Sid struggles to avoid a meltdown at school. Later, Stan appoints himself Sid's mentor. Number 5, Another Day in Paradise. During a stint in detention, Brad offers Sid a truce, and an incident in the library leads to a high-stakes mission. Number 6, Like Father, Like Daughter. Sid worries she begins. Uh, she's being followed. Anxious and determined to get closure about her father's death, she searches the basement for answers. Uh, and lastly, episode seven, Deepest, Darkest Secret. 
Armed with the new in armed with the new insight about her dad, Sid vows to stay positive as she goes to the home. Fucking hell, I can't read. She goes to the homecoming uh. dance. God damn it! <laughs> I like how you finished that. <laughs> I don't know. Reading stru- like stuff off of like scripts uh, out loud, I always stumble over my words. I don't know. It's just something that I always had to deal with. But like. Uh, Reading in my head, perfectly fine. Just can't read out loud for some reason. It's so weird. And the struggles. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, uh, so essentially, I guess to get some little bit of background and get that out of the way, uh, Sid it develops uh, superpowers, essentially. Uh, and to the best of my knowledge, and I'm going to ask you guys to see if this, um, if you guys can uh, agree with this, it's due to, would you say, anger issues? Mm, yeah, but also like the the metaphor for like puberty. growing up and puberty and all that stuff. Pretty heavy handed here. I was gonna say I was like puberty, the main source of superpowers. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it could just be that her dad dying, anything traumatic like that, typically is like superpowers. Yeah, but, I mean, I think I it's like a. Uh... Uh, mob psycho light <laughs> that's true way more swear words and less interesting characters yeah like <laughs> capital l-i-t-e right uh, not that this show doesn't have some interesting characters but mob is like a step above almost everything yeah <laughs> um it's a step above everything in my opinion. <laughs> but some steps are more lateral than straight up I'll give it that. But like, it sounds like I don't like the show. I liked the show <laughs> overall. <laughs> Just Mob Psycho is a very, in my opinion, high thing to like compare to. Compare to, yeah. It's like Saitama and his his power uh, and set Geno setting a standard of Saitama. It's like that's just like the bars just out of sight. So <laughs> yeah, like well, I no keep going. Oh, I was just going to say Mob Psycho is the best show that we've done so far on this podcast in, in my, that I've been a part of. I don't know if you Well, besides that. Iron Man. <laughs> Everyone bends over for Iron Man. <laughs> well, statistically speaking, though, uh, Mob Psycho has done, uh, done better than Iron Man. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, uh, Iron Man only got like 17 plays, and then um, like the current statistics, of course, uh, and then Mob Psycho Season 2, uh, Part 1 was 15, but Part 2 was 21. I mean, tw- you mean 21,000 everybody on here? We're super popular. <laughs> <laughs> We're super popular, but small enough that we can appreciate you individually. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're relatable, but better than you. <laughs> yeah we have a podcast believe oh. in the us that believes in you yeah by the way me, me and tyler started a cult <laughs> yeah dude <How? laughs> give shakti pop shakti penis <laughs> <laughs> we call it shakti cock oh. dude i cannot oh my god everyone i talk to who's seen Who's seen Tiger King? Not to make this a Tiger King episode, but you guys out there, you're fucking stupid. Doc <laughs> Antle is one of the worst people in that entire show. Like, I saw, I, I'm sad to say that I saw a meme that is so full of wisdom. 
it's do you know that Pooh Bear meme where it's like um he gets he looks smarter each time? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it starts by saying like, um, you know, I watched Tiger King and uh fuck Carol Baskin. And then it's like, well, maybe Carol Baskin isn't the worst part. Maybe um Joe Exotic is also bad. And then at the very bottom it's like every single main character except for the tigers or the animals and the staff are just criminal and the worst people which is true yeah so all you people who are like free just joe exotic no you're out of your mind thank you for coming to my ted talk <laughs> great <laughs> well i guess maybe should we get back to <laughs> the subject yeah, swing it back around <laughs> gone full circle bring it around town this is tiger king part two <laughs> <laughs> god damn it i'm not okay with this not being or having tigers in it <laughs> <laughs> there we go there we go wasn't enough carol baskin there's there's the tiger. <laughs> if you look at the at the episode ratings on mm-hmm. the, each one of them it's kind of because it goes they're all kind of seven and a half and mm-hmm. then the episode with the bleachers takes a big jump and then the rest of them are like and then the final episode is almost at nine which on imdb is crazy like super high for the final episode i didn't uh-huh. actually i didn't actually even check imdb for i'm not okay with this oh the all the i mean i should have i mean definitely it, this is based on a graphic novel of course, a lot of there's been so many like adaptations from graphic novels lately. It's been pretty crazy. But I uh, said I liked it a lot, but it just seemed like it was going to be like Rushmore or any other indie thing. Mainly, mainly because Stanley was like the most generic weirdo. Do you know what I mean? I think he was all. He's also kind of like the most relatable out of everybody. Oh yeah, for sure. And the guy who plays him is a really good actor. I thought he did an yeah. amazing job. He's he's pretty great. But um, what I mean by that is he was weird, but in the most generic. Like, he was every weird guy on every show ever. <laughs> you know? Every weird guy can see a little bit of themselves in him. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, but... so, so let's, I guess, uh, take, uh, take a little quick jump into some actual characters uh, then and talk about them. Because uh, Sid's mom is a real piece of shit, ain't she? <sighs> Yeah, but also, like, it's, she had some nuance, too. Yeah, I mean, like, I understand, like, where she's coming from uh, with the whole, like, she, her husband literally killed himself. And she now has to take care of two kids by herself with a, uh, in a low-paying job, and she's super stressed out. Yeah, I completely get that. But as well, though, she was kind of a piece of shit to her kids. and The part... The part where she sat down and she's like, I just feel like the people that I love don't care for me. And then all she had to do was be like, oh, hey, I love you. Instead, she's like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that that relationship was difficult for me to watch because it's like, just fucking talk. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think the, the inability for us to relate happens. Because Tyler, I went to high school with you, so I know you were in the same boat as I am. That you didn't, I mean, you weren't a teenage girl at the very least. <laughs> it's true. I can okay. confirm. And my mom loves me and tells me a lot. I love you, mom. But so, like, I, I didn't have a whole lot of ways to relate with Sid here as she struggled her way through high school. Mm-hmm. But and let's we can be fair, and I think you guys might agree. 
she also is not super popular because she's kind of mean nonstop to everybody. Very standoffish. Yes. Like she has a already set into her head who the people are that is, I guess, worthy of her time. And mm-hmm. uh, if now that she's settled into the setting of where she's at now, uh, that, that status quo is not changing. Yeah. She's predetermined. Yeah. We see it a lot, I think, because Brad, it turns out, is a giant piece of shit. But we didn't find that out until the Bleachers episode. I mean, we kind of got, like, glimpses of it. However, we just didn't get, I guess, get the magnitude of how big of a piece of shit he is. That's true. But, like, at the start of the Bleachers, when he was like, hey, I really like Dina. I know you do. Like, can we just get along for her sake? Because I want to hang out with her more. Mm. Like, that's where I was like, oh, maybe he is just kind of a misunderstood, and it's more because she is standoffish. And then, nope, it turns out he sucks. Yeah, I was thinking it was going to really take um, a turn towards, uh, like, Stranger Things. I uh, can't remember the freaking dude's name where uh, that was dating Barb. Not Barb. Uh, dating the sister, the older sister. Where mm-hmm. he he was a dick at first. And then uh, he kind of realized, like, hey, this is not really the type of person I want to be. And definitely made a a complete turnaround it did kind of seem like it was going to be going that direction at first yeah and i thought i was like oh wow you know brad's being the bigger man and and the whole thing is maybe they judged him too too soon you know her her and her and uh stanley where it's like this is the best it's going to get for them Mm -hmm. like that's where i thought it was going to go so it was kind of cool that it's like no he really is a giant piece of shit Mm -hmm. that caught me off guard yeah i thought that uh, that's kind of when I was like, oh, maybe this show is a little better than I thought. Because it was yeah, like it, more nuanced characters, if that's a way to describe it. Yeah. Yeah, I w- I'm with you. I thought it was just going to be... Because uh, it was, it really was just super checking boxes mm-hmm. up until that point. It was fucking vanilla, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I could dig that, but... All right, so um, can we talk about the end? Yeah. Yes. Let's do it. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here, here's a here's a better question. How far to the end? Are you talking about at homecoming? The, like the dance, the end of the dance. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh my oh, god, god, I lost my mind. No <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> my jaw literally dropped. Like it doesn't happen that often, but I I literally was just staring at this screen, mouth wide open, just completely shocked of what had happened. Because, like, you, how you see her covered in blood, literally glimpse after glimpse throughout the entire season, I did not think that was the reason why at all. No. Like, no doubt in my mind, like no speck of anything. Only when like he starts like really grilling her, and I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, <laughs> and then it happens, and you're like, you don't have enough time to process it. Yeah, yeah. and while I, it was something horrible that happened, they had her running down the street. I thought it was something else. Yeah, I literally thought like, and, and like I, because I wasn't paying attention to time, because uh, these are such short episodes, and like now thinking about it, I'm like, oh crap, this is kind of getting close to the end. Like, 
how does she get covered in blood? And then that's when he like takes the chain, uh, takes the stage, and I'm like, okay, well, something interesting is going to happen. I'll worry about this later. And then uh, it, uh, the whole event happens, and I was just like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I also thought that the whole time I was like, the shadow that's following her. I thought it was Dina. Oh, really? That's what I thought was going to happen, because she's like, we moved here at the same time. I don't know why she chose me to be her friend. Like, all this stuff. And then I was like, oh, Dina's the... She knew about the power. Dina's like some nefarious person. So that's what I was having, thinking would happen the whole time. Well, do you think... Do you, do you think it's her her dad? Mm, kind of I not. don't. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe, but so far her powers are just like using her mind to do like forceful things like, mm. her dad had a confirmed body well he had a full body like a complete body at the end right but i mean his death was like his her mom found him all this stuff like there was a definite corpse down there okay so unless right, her power right, let's right. come back to the dad i mean so i i don't think it's really the dad uh, necessarily either i just kind of wanted to see what you guys would thought uh, about it um pretty much like i have uh, and a thought like it's a possibility it could be the dad but like i'm not convinced it it is the dad like I, like because it's the the fact the reason why i think that is because she wasn't as scared when she uh sp- finally saw what was following her around because she just uh just the, her turning around going should i be scared and him, him going yes let's get started like she to me it seemed like uh, it looked like a familiar face to her. Yeah, I could I could see it being that. I um I don't know. It might be it might just be somebody completely different that was like hounding her dad, you know? Right. That's kind of what I thought. Like this guy had a uh, a hand in driving her father to the suicide. Well, I mean, that's what it was implied, wasn't it? Cuz uh her mom said that he, towards the end, he felt like he was being followed. For sure. So I'm assuming also, it was uh, it was that the character at the end. Yeah, but I, I, I think it was more than just following. You know what I mean? It was. I don't. I don't know if the paranoia of just following him around would be enough. Plus the whole survivor's guilt of him killing all of his marine buddies and all those civilians. Right. I I get what you're saying. Um. I mean. I'd say maybe agree to disagree because we I mean we don't know exactly. I think we're just lacks on information that we have because uh, this person literally went to war, saw some terrible shit, shit happened to him, came back, and he's he was not the same. So I mean, could have had uh, just the feeling of being followed, drove him to suicide. But I mean, again, yeah, it very well could have not been. Uh, it could have been that he was actually being influenced by the shadow. Yeah, well, it's convinced me to go read the graphic novel at the very least. I gotta figure out like who the publisher is that, that is. Um, give me a second to quietly type it into my keyboard <laughs> so the clicking noises don't show up because I know they do, and it bothers when I oh, can hear my keyboard. Oh, from like, tick tac, oh. tick tac. Well, I have a mechanical keyboard, so it does even more so on mine. <laughs> oh, mine is too. I just I'll type super loud now. <laughs> yeah. Hacker voice, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite memes. I like it. 
It's it's written by Charles Foreman. Okay, it's not Forsman. like okay. It looks like it's not like by a specific type of um, comic producer, as far as I know. I mean, at least like um, like Marvel, DC, Black uh, Dark Horse, and and all of that. Oh uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Oh weird the uh, the armor the artwork seems really weird. I guess a graphic novel is just a oh dude the artwork is super weird. Really? It's like yeah, it's drawn like Popeye. What almost. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh god, it is. That's terrible. Oh which my god, me, I don't like that at all. Which just makes me, that's probably why it's only got a three point three five on Goodreads. So I'm gonna guess that's why. But also, oh my god. <laughs> it also just I had an existential crisis. Graphic novels are just picture books for adults. That's true. <laughs> Which sounds exactly correct and not graphic not novels are just Western manga. All right. <laughs> why, why don't we just keep talking about how subs are superior to dubs? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh no. With this, I really want to actually uh, watch Umbrella Academy again. Now that I liked Umbrella Academy, I couldn't I get into that show. I haven't really? seen it, but I really like Gerard Way's comic books so far, so I should give it a watch. Well, it's on our list of potential watches, so <laughs> Ooh. maybe one day. I, I know this is out of nowhere, but also this show made me want to watch Tenpentapa Gervin Logon. We should watch that. <laughs> how, how did you make a connection to that? Oh, it was just like, she's super sad. I wish she had a really... And then Dean is like, I'm a really positive friend. And I was like, mm, maybe. And then it got started me thinking about relationships. And then she's like, kind of a good older sister. She tries her hardest, you know? Yeah. And I was like, Kamina from Gurren Lagan is the best older brother ever. We should watch that. <laughs> well, now I got to know what happens. But I'm a Tyler. I don't really like the art, st- the art style. Yeah, no offense, but fuck you, book. <laughs> well, let me tell Charles For Forcer. What was his name? I'll find it. I'll call Charles Forsman and say, "Hey, my buddy has something to say." <laughs> Fuck your book. Yeah, I appreciate the uniqueness, but uh, it ain't for me, Chief. I'm pretty and sure. You know, I'm pretty sure if he if he heard your comment, he'd just go, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" No, I'm not okay with this this comment here. But hey. oh. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> okay, so fun fact: there is another Netflix s- series that I've seemed really interested in, but I haven't watched it yet. Called "End of the Fucking World." Oh, I've watched. I, I watched both seasons of that. Did you like it? It was. It's really interesting. It's. Uh, I would say on it's a book <laughs> by the same Sorry. person. Yeah, written by the same guy, and they take place in the same world. Now, oh, before I cut you off, you were going to say something. Okay. It's, I would say, compared to the two, um, I would think that End of the Fucking World is probably a bit better. But it's really different. So the, the premise of it is this kid uh, essentially believes that he's a psychopath. And mm-hmm. he has done things to um, essentially test that theory that like he's dipped his hand in a deep fryer just to feel pain uh and and all of these things and he's work he's decided that he wants to work his way up to finally kill someone <clears throat> and yeah and so he ends up oh shit i think i've seen this show 
Yeah, yeah. So, and uh, Alyssa is the girl he decides that he's going to kill. She also has her own problems. Um, and so they both decide to run away together. Well, on this trip, um, he is trying to f- figure out the best time to try to kill her. Uh, well, he ends up figuring out that he's not really a psychopath. He just has some really messed up problems. And he ends up like falling in love with her and stuff. And he doesn't want to kill her. And it it gets really crazy. Everybody on Rotten Tomatoes really seems to like it. It's it's it's. A, I think it's definitely worth a watch. I wouldn't say it's the best show ever, but definitely again worth worth a watch. Um, as far as I'm not okay, nineteen year old Trey would have loved this series. Because <laughs> back then, I really liked indie movies just for the fact that they were indie movies. You know what I mean? Oh, you were oh, one yeah. of those kids. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, <laughs> nobody's seen it, so obviously this is a really good movie, just because I'm the only one who's seen it. Oh, so you're a hipster. Well, to be fair, I don't think you were that uh, annoying about it. That's fair. Well, I think you were... how I am with Bob Dylan. Oh my god, dude. I was the same way with I don't movies. know if Bob Dylan really counts, though, because a lot of people like Bob Dylan, but there are a lot of dumbasses on planet Earth right now, so... <laughs> He's really good, and well, He's really good at making bad music, <laughs> but this is neither here nor there. But but every ever since then, like if you've seen enough indie movies, you know that they're all kind of the same. There's an American Dad episode that makes fun of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I said, this hits all those boxes. So like I said, I would have thought that was just great. But now I like it, but I think it's pretty fine like good to find a good until the last mm-hmm. episode I was, i'm with anton like the last episode's like all right like where is this gonna go now yeah the last episode kind of got me hooked and it makes me want season two to come out especially because this is so digestible and easy yeah like i think the longest episode is what like 28 minutes yeah yeah i watched this in a night with my wife and it was like super yeah. nice yeah me, between me too. 19 we watched it and like day. 25 minutes on average yeah shortest is 19 which is episode six uh and then i think all together it's only like two and a half hours mm-hmm. i think i did the math this so like how you... <laughs> fast can i watch this okay we'll 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 uh do the math in anime time three episodes an hour <laughs> right <laughs> yeah so this will take you uh two hours and 20 minutes to watch oh yeah about two and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I just spin that shit off the dome. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. No sun's, news on sun's yellow. It's not yellow. Chicken. Same. But um, so far, I mean, Wikipedia's reception on the show says 87% on Rotten Tomatoes with 60 reviews, which is pretty good, with an average rating of 6.87 out of 10. So, yeah, fine to good. Mm-hmm. It says 7.6 on IMDb. Yeah, which is better than a lot of stuff you could watch. 7.6? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but like the best movies are like 9 point... I think the highest rate. I don't want to say a number because I'm wrong. I know I am. But like the 9s are almost unheard of. Like not a lot of 9s exist on IMD. That's like rubber level. Yes. (laughs) But it says, An awkward and charming is adolescence, but with twice the supernatural twists. I'm not okay with this first (laughs) season. Right, not really twisty, I don't think. 
But the first season at times veers into shallow territory, but Sophia Lilla's strong performance keeps it afloat. So that's what Wikipedia put on there. Good for her for having such a strong performance. Exactly. It is interesting to see like how I've, I don't know how to formulate this thought. It's interesting to see how good people can be at acting at such a young age. Like, I don't know how old she is. I know she's younger than 20. Well, I shouldn't say that. I know she's younger than 40. That's for sure. <laughs> it seems like she's pretty young, like in her teens, I'd guess. And like, she's I couldn't 18. do that when I was in my teens. She's 18. Yeah. Like, it's crazy to see such talent, such talented people at, at a young age. And it's, I don't know. It's kind of interesting to think what they could kind of grow up to be. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, to what's coming for her and everybody that they had in all of like all the it it actors were. Oh yeah, good. there's been a lot like lately though a lot of child actors. Uh, I mean, child being a pretty loose term. Uh, younger actors going out here lately that I'm actually looking really forward to seeing movies that they're going to be in uh, in the future especially as they're growing up um <laughs> trying to bring back like dakota fanning <laughs> just like the fact like you we saw her at such a young age and the the movie progression that that they've been in have been quite interesting so oh yeah yeah and it's interesting to see them grow into like a better actor or actress mm-hmm like, not to be, because I'm very against the whole, like, um, movie star worship culture that we have. Yeah. I think that's fucking weird, and anyone who does that. That's why you know. hate the masked singer. Yeah, because, well, <laughs> if they even donated a, 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 a sum of money to a, to a charity if they won, that'd be something. But it's just, hey, watch a circle jerk to see who's the most jerkiest. I don't know. <laughs> Same as, like, the Grammys and Oscars, and it's just, it's just self-promotion. That it really um, is. That's just, it's so terrible. It just, it's really people just trying to be relevant again. Yeah, like like promote. I, I'm down for like the Oscar for best makeup, best sound, best cinematography, things like that. But like really best actor, actress, best best screenplay. Fuck off. Show me the uh, give the awards to the people who actually like not to take anything away from actors. But come on, give it to the people who did the grunt work and like this, the editing, the, um, the composers, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I really do uh, like the ability of people's, uh, ability to act. Um, so I would say it in anything that the only difference to that I would make would say, just don't have that be the highlight. Like, yeah, obviously yeah. actors yeah. do some fucking phenomenal shit. And and it's just blow rolls out of the water and definitely giving them war, the reward for it. But don't be like, OK, and like the biggest award is this and they are the ones who get like all of the attention. And it's just like, OK, well, you're also not the only one that won something here. Yeah. So, And nothing makes me more upset when they someone will be talking and it's their acceptance speech. And then they're just like, mm, time's up. But then the actors can be like, hey, the environment's special. I flew here in my private jet. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. The goddamn hypocrisy. It's true. Um, a little bit of perspective for you fellas. 
as far as the rating system on IMDb goes, yeah. there is only four titles that have a 9.0 or higher. Yeah. They are first is the Shawshank Redemption. That's IMDb's number one movie, which is pretty good. I like that movie. Two and three are The Godfather, parts one and part two. And number four is The Dark Knight. Hmm. I'm going to say it. I never cared for The Godfather. Have you watched it? I've no. seen, I think, the first one only. From, it's a quote from the Family Guy. Uh, oh. It's the, so far the only thing that I've watched repeatedly that I laugh at. Family it's Guy? That that little scene. I'll send it to you guys after this. Okay. But it's but so also, good. There's also, because it's a 10 star in rating, I mean, we're looking from 214 to 250. So what is that, 36? There's 36 movies with 8.0s. 36 with 8.0s, and you said 4 with 9s? Um, yes, also, 4 with 9s. Okay. Real fast. Just in the 9s or like 9.0? Like 9.0 uh, or higher. 9.0 or okay. higher. Okay, okay. Yeah. Shawshank Redemption is 9.2, Godfather is 9.1, and then Part two, Godfather 2 and Dark Knight are both 9.0. Ooh, Dark Knight. I know. Also, this is a community, so it's like a popularity thing as well, just keep in mind. Um, no doubt. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. there is, I lost it, there's a do- movie called Hachi. Hachi, which, the dog? Yeah, it's on here. Ooh, it, really? Yeah, it's like top 100, I think. Hachi, a dog's tail. Yeah, it's it's up there. <laughs> Oh shit! Who's that cast? Um, Richard Gere is in it. Richard Gere, yeah. Isn't he in a song? Richard and Jason Alexander. What the hell? Yeah. So I mean, to put it in perspective, that beats out Rocky, uh, <laughs> <laughs> The Dead Poets Society, Passion of Joan of Arc from 1928. It beats out Logan, Platoon, Ben Hur, Life of Brian, Cool Hand Luke, Twelve Years a Slave, Catch Me If You Can, the whole. Well, maybe not all of the before trilogy. Gone Girl's on here. That's pretty cool. Oh man, the Big Lebowski's number one eighty-five. What about uh? What about Mob Psycho one hundred? <laughs> not on here, but but Akira is. The movie Akira is on here. Nice, dude. Akira is something else. That's a a movie. Akira I was I was pretty ner- neutral about Akira. The manga is worth reading because the movie only tells the story to it's like forty percent point. Mm-hmm. Like there's more than twice that content and story in the rest of the manga. The manga didn't even finish till like ten years ago. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. And Damn also, you guys. yeah, keep going. Also, like uh, I'm not okay with this. Akira follows a uh, a teenager with psychic powers who blows people up. <laughs> That's that is true. Yeah, there are similar uh, similarities. Oh, I'm wrong. It. Akira finished in 1990, but still, that was like three years worth of publishing after the movie came out. So, I mean, there's still way more Akira that you actually get to meet the character Akira and all that fun stuff. I really want to watch that again. I don't fully remember all of it. Hmm. So everybody out there, I'll track it down. I will find out how, where Hachi is. No Country for Old Men's 156. I don't agree with that. You know, since we're on this tangent, I'm just going to say it. They fucking whitewashed the hell out of Hachi. <laughs> and I normally don't care that much, but goddamn. <laughs> There's like one person of Asian descent on the front page of the uh, the cast. Are you telling me you have to be Asian to have a dog from Japan? If it's based on a dog in Japan, <laughs> yes. Is it based on a dog in Japan? Yes, yeah, based on Hachiko. 
Hachi is 211, so it beats out Ben-Hur. Yeah, I, I heard that you movie guys was do that. bad. Yeah, but the 1959 Ben-Hur. Oh, okay. The one where you get to see real people die on screen because there's people who died in that. Uh... Oh, shit. I know. It's it's do wild. That, do you think that happened and I'm not okay with this? Did that guy actually die? Yeah, that's his real blood on her. Oh, man. That's not even that's that's just her pure terror as she walks through the street. Wow. That's raw. Well, I also want to really point out, though, real quick, while I was searching up Hashi, because I've never even heard of the movie before. Uh, there is actually a Hatchimals show. It's called Hatchimals Adventures in Hatchtopia. I just want to let you know that that exists in this world. Thank you. I You're can welcome. now kill myself um, <laughs> for, a, for a good reason. Before it was just depression, but now. <laughs> well, I can help you out because I have developed head explody powers Thank in the time God. that we've been talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, <laughs> I I have to ask a question though, real real quick though. In in what fucking world would any of the teachers let any of that happen? Like leading up to the point where the head explodes. Of course, obviously they're not gonna have any control. <laughs> <the> fucking Mike. <laughs> like literally, the the teacher that was talking that he stole the mic from is just like fuck it. I don't get paid enough for this shit. It walks the <laughs> fuck like, off. <laughs> He's like, shit, he's got a point. <laughs> he's like, fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> the principal is there too, nonetheless. And he's all talking all this shit, literally punches someone in the face, and every teacher's like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> I think it's a, that, it's a dance. Let him dance. <laughs> I I think that in the moment that it uh like it was extended for the dramatic purposes. Like if that happened in real life, I would be pretty surprised. But it lasted. Like he definitely shouldn't have had a chance to get his head blown off. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I mean, like I think it would have been better if like they had the teachers like maybe at least trying to do something. Like if not necessarily like trying to drag him out. Like at least trying to maybe like hold him back or trying to grab the mic back a little bit more. Like I would have been like, okay, no, no, that would have been like a, a perfectly fine setting. Like he's, he's fighting with the teachers too. Like, yeah. Okay, cool. That would make it, uh, I think at least one step closer to being uh, a better episode, uh, already of like of the situation itself being already pretty fucking intense. Uh, I would have just been, put it just a tiny bit ahead. Yeah. yeah, I also don't like that none of the students did anything. They were just like, "Yeah, yeah, well, that's on her. yeah, that's like, dude, that's my a... fucking dance. I'm, not, I, I'm trying to have a good time. <laughs> You're being a downer right now." Yeah, but that that part actually see, is is super believable. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. Because like, I think so. If I was in that situation, maybe it's just because I'm talking from an outside point of view. But I'd be like, "Hey, I'm trying to, I'm trying to smash tonight. I can't." You're killing the vibe, bro. <laughs> Let me smash. I'm trying to make a sushi roll here, smash. bitch. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, like the, the the teachers didn't do anything. The principal didn't do anything. The fellow students didn't do anything. Like that's just, that's fucked up. And like, you can't tell me that everyone in the entire school is just okay with one Ooh, student. Tyler getting just destroyed 
a lot of them are not okay with this. Prove it. <laughs> most of, most of them were just okay with it. At least I know one, of one student who wasn't okay with that. I would say two, something. three. I say, I say three people were not okay with it. In total, only three. Of all the student body, three out of how many? That's a low percentage, folks. It's it's a small town. I would say in a class of maybe sixty. Those students, they ain't going nowhere in life. Yeah. Probably not now. <laughs> I think they're probably going to be scarred for years. Oh fuck yeah! God. Can you just imagine a head exploding no. in real life? Okay, <laughs> I mean that's reasonable. That's reasonable. But I'm just saying. Uh, the aftermath if you had checked uh, really saw that in real life i would not be the same <laughs> oh god yeah and the sick thing is like i'm thinking man if i was like on the outside and i i do realize that this episode has been almost entirely us just talking about this scene <laughs> and hachi <laughs> <laughs> but if i was on the like the outskirts of the dance uh like not near the middle where this happened, mm-hmm. I'd almost be like, damn, I can't believe I didn't see that. Like, it, it, I'd almost want to see it, you know? Because then you could be like, yeah, I saw that too. It was crazy. But if you're on the outside, you're like, well, I mean, I'm glad I didn't see it, but yeah, maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just how, a sicko. How would they prove that they she can't. killed him? They can't. I know. That's why I'm not sure where they're like, hey, I should run away. Because they'll know it was me. I guess if they read her diary. Yeah, like that would be the only thing uh, uh, that could possibly make someone believe that it was her. But again, in a reality where, okay, superpowers do not fucking exist. And one person just happens to have him. Literally no one would be like, she's just delusional. Yeah. I don't know. And even if they did think it was her, what are they going to do? Go get their heads blown up? Right, That's like true. it'd be like prove it. Oh, she just doesn't use her powers. Okay, now I can't prove it. Like it's that's literally yeah. pro- that will probably be their um, process. Uh, I mean, maybe they start doing something some other way uh, of probably like following her around or something, like surveillance or something. But like that's all they'll be able to do. Like that's it. I say we submit this question to a YouTube channel, Legal Legal. <laughs> We'll see what he has to say. We'll get on uh, uh, Reddit for uh, legal advice and see what's what's going on there. <laughs> How can someone prove that I have mental powers? <laughs> A little more off topic, but um, I was curious about the bottom 100 or the bottom 250 of IMDb. Oh, power that, bottoms, as we say. I think it's like, isn't it like movie 48 Like, is the worst rated movie? The worst rated movie is something called Codename K-O-Z, or maybe it's supposed to be K-O-Z, but it's a look at the 17 to 25 December 2013 corruption scandal in Turkey. (laughs) So, super foreign film. I mean, there's been 27,000 votes to make it the bottom, so maybe it is really that bad. Where did those all come from? I have no idea. The people of Turkey, Turkey, maybe. Well, I have my own opinions about Turkey because I'm Greeks, and we'll go ahead and leave that there. Well, if it makes you feel any better, they also have the number third spot of a movie called Turks in Space. <laughs> um, but Saving Christmas, Kirk Cameron's movie about how God is still a part of Christmas, 
I watched that movie with my parents Christmas, and I was so upset about it. I don't have anything about, like, against Christians and God and all that fun stuff. Like, I get it. But I hate Kirk Cameron. I hate Kirk Cameron so much. So, yeah, just just a funzels for those out there. These are when we start getting, like... I think Uwe Boll has the most on the bottom. I don't think I even know who Kirk Cameron is. He was on Growing Pains, and then he's, like, a super Christian guy who's always, like... Christian movie, Christian God's not. God. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't do like he didn't do God's Not Dead. He might have like produced it. Isn't there? I think there's like at least two. I want to say three, but maybe that's just a stretch. Do you guys know there's a movie called Jaws: The Revenge? It's when the people start swimming in the water, and it's the story of how a shark across the world wants revenge on Chief Brody's white widow. <laughs> So she moves across the country to another side of the country, and a, a shark targets her family members. Why doesn't she just, I don't know, stay in the middle of the country? Uh, I don't know. Michael Caine's in it. It's really silly. Michael Caine, you've done it again. <laughs> but I, I like, uh, I'm not okay with this. It was perfectly serviceable and worth watching. I'm excited to see yeah. season two. But it- I'll give it, based on the last uh, bit... I'd probably rate it like a 7, maybe 7.5 if we're going to go with point ratings. I would say uh, at least 7.0, the same as as Tyler, uh, maybe 7.5. Definitely at least worth the watch, Um, but I wouldn't say this is something to necessarily go out of your way to watch. Like, if you're looking for something to watch new and you can't find something, definitely watch it, and you'll at least be satisfied with what you watch. Agreed. Spoiler alert, I like this better than the next movie that we watch. Oh, really? Oh, this isn't a movie, so... (laughs) That's true. No, but the next thing we watch is a movie. Yeah, and it's... The next one's pretty okay, too. Yeah, I feel like um, this could have been a movie, and then Code 8 should have been a TV series. Just so our viewers know, we're watching Code 8 next. Oh, yeah. Spo- yeah. Yes. Oh, hey, fun fact real fast about Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> the, tagline, <laughs> the tagline, this time it's personal, actually was put on this movie. That's where it comes from. Because you guys have seen the jokes. They're like, this time it's even more personal for real. Yes. Like that. Yeah, it came from this movie. And Michael Caine said, I've never seen the movie. I know it's horrible, but I did see the house that this movie built, and I love it. So, Well, I, I think, um, back to, to Code 8, which is the what we're going to be watching and reviewing next, uh, definitely had a lot of potential. I mean, I enjoyed it myself, again, kind of, again, towards the, uh, it's hard for me to hate something. Uh, so, I mean, I enjoyed it, but, Yeah. <laughs> We will talk about it more next time. Yes. But first, thank you for listening all the ways we talked about everything. <laughs> Almost yeah. except I'm not okay with this. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, so uh, if uh, you haven't picked up yet, Code is, again, what we're going to watch next. That is available right now on Netflix uh, and Netflix only. Uh, you can rent it on a lot of platforms, but again, why rent when you're already paying for a Netflix subscription? Go and watch it on Netflix. Uh, it is a movie, so of course uh, it is not something that you're going to have to invest too much time into. So go ahead and get that watch so you can be a part of the discussion. Uh, 
if you haven't as well already followed us on any social medias, go ahead and do that. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at CWatchingPod, uh, Facebook.com slash ContinueWatching, uh, YouTube, just you search us continue watching i really need to freaking get the link of that thing um <laughs> or you can find direct links to uh, to all of our social medias as well and links to all of the other uh, places that you can find podcasts that it's for anchor.fm slash continue watching so go ahead and follow us there and we'll see you next time just remember to continue watching bye sayonara L- later later this time, next time it'll be personal. <laughs> <laughs>